The Mind Aware, 301. Well, it starts with you feeling good. So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good. Yay! I love that. (laughs) Oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll Mm. get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not see you, but be with you today. (laughs) What I found to be the secret... (laughs) <laughs> Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you're clear, what you choose to show up in your life will and only to the extent that you're clear. That's the amazing capacity of the human mind. Hello, everyone. Dana Wild here with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome. I have a really special treat for you today, and I'm so excited about today's guest because I'm a huge Lead Pages and Drip fan, and I know some of you out there are also using Lead Pages and or Drip. And today we have Bob Jenkins, who is the manager of marketing education over at both Lead Pages and Drip. And I'll tell you something; he's one of the foremost experts on digital marketing, what's working now, and taking action. You know, he's actually the author of a book called Take Action, Revise Later, and he's so known for his marketing prowess and knowledge and all that good stuff that I thought it would be really interesting to talk with him a little bit about what's holding people back from taking action. And so welcome, Bob. Good to have you here. Thank you so much, Dana. It's great to be here and I love your show and can't wait to uh, have this conversation. Yeah, he's also a homeboy, by the way. He's in Minnesota with me, too. So he's covered in mosquito bites, as am I right now. Oh, man, now. it's so, a crazy time of year. You're absolutely right. Isn't it a bad year? I know. The wood ticks, too. I'm telling you, we, we won't do the whole show on that, but it's tempting. <laughs> so, so, Bob, let's start out. Let's talk a little bit about taking action, because I think, and especially in the digital marketing world, you know, sometimes we get so intimidated by all of the different softwares and things that are available, or there's all sorts of reasons why we don't take action. What do you think are the main reasons why people don't just get started? Yeah, boy, what a great question to start us off with. First of all, I think the biggest challenge we have is information overload and the fear that if I don't have that next piece of information, then I don't have enough knowledge to be able to make a decision and choose to go forward. So I'm guilty of this as much as anybody else. I'm sure that you have an inbox full of different people's. This is what you should use today in order to move your business forward. It could be a tool. It could be a strategy. It could be a mindset shift. It could be any number of things. And the reality is that we don't need all those things to move forward. But there's a sensation with all this innovation of information that I just need one more piece of information to have the confidence to move forward. And the reality is if you have that confidence in your intention of what you want to do and you know that this is going to be a choice that you can make and that it will be imperfect when you make it and that you can revise whatever comes of that decision, then I believe you give yourself more permission to go ahead and move forward now. So taking action is not about being perfect, certainly, but I think people hold themselves back from this sensation of wanting perfection and that leads to the procrastination. It leads to the lack of confidence it, la- it leads to people saying, you know what, I just need that extra bit of guidance or support or someone else to tell me uh, that I have the permission to move forward. When in reality, 
believe right now that you have everything that you need to know to make that decision right now and then judge and evaluate what then happens next. Okay. It, that's what's going to move you, uh, get you into momentum faster. Yeah. And actually you said a sentence there that was pretty powerful. It say, believe that you have everything you need to know right now to make that decision yeah. and move forward. Because I think that is paralyzing. I think people, it's almost like we've got a couple of different issues here. The first one is people are afraid that they don't know enough. They're afraid of making a mistake. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other issue of kind of like perfectionism. And so so I love that you said that about just trust that you know what you need to know. Because the other thing I found out too, Bob, about myself is that no matter how good I do it, whatever it is that I do, I'm always going to want to revise it because I'm changing all the time. I'm getting better. And so it's almost like the proverbial, let's say you clean your house and you think, oh, I've got this great system. I'm going to do the kitchen floors one day and the living room floors the next day. And you have to come back around. And that's how my whole business has been. It's like (laughs) I get the website done and it's like, I love this website, but I only love it for like a few months. Yeah, sure. <laughs> then, I want to, then there's something I want to change. So how much of taking action has to do with realizing that you're never going to get it done anyway? I, it's a big part of it. You know, it's a big part of it. But it's also this fear that I might look bad if I put something out there that's not perfect. Right. And that's also paralyzing. So I have an hypothesis uh, that I'd love to share with you. And that is for people who learned how to communicate digitally or technically at a certain time of their life, at a certain time of our history, they are actually predisposed to having this procrastination problem because of perfectionism. Okay, so bear with me for just a second. So if you remember back in the day when people learn how to communicate via a typewriter, what happened when you made a mistake on the last sentence of your piece of paper when you had a typewriter from 1968, 1975? The entire page would be ripped up, thrown out the window, and you had to start all over again. Until then we had, (laughs) until we had, then we had whiteout and correction tape. And then it was like, okay, I can make a couple mistakes and it won't look too bad. I'll go and mimeograph it and it'll be okay. Uh, but then we got word processors that had delete keys. And then we got computers that had an undo button. And then we had multi-stage undo where we could undo the net, the last 50 mistakes. So for those of us that were born a little bit later, we've been predisposed to being able to make mistakes freely because we have that undo mentality that it can just be corrected really quickly. But if you grew up on a, in a time frame where you were typing and auto and not, there's no autocorrect, uh, there was correction tape or not any of that, then I believe that you were trained early on in your life to not uh, want to make mistakes, that mistakes were a very punishing kind of thing and, and extrapolated to many other areas of life. But in our modern society, you know, we have the ability to make mistakes and to correct them extremely fast, even to the point where you can put out a website or a landing page or an email campaign, send out a message, send, set up a workflow, set up a, a whole campaign, send that, send a message out to everybody. And then all of a sudden you see, oh, wait, I made a mistake within seconds Within seconds, you can republish the same pieces of information and still be good to go. But I think a lot of people are still set that a mistake is a travesty, and those should be avoided at all costs. 
So that's what I think is... Uh, you know, Ed, I love that theory so much because so many people would want to go blame the mother if you don't have... If you're <laughs> afraid of making mistakes. And I love that you give us somebody else to blame besides yeah. your parents. You know, yeah. It's so great. Because it makes, it makes total sense. I mean, I can see that where it was a lot of work to fix things. The other thing I think, too is that we get really externally motivated. And you brought up something about how you could be doing a webinar, you can make a mistake, and you can fix it. And I think there's a fear of not looking professional or looking bad if something, and I can't even count the number of times we've sent something out and the link hasn't worked or something hasn't worked, and we've had to send a second email to say, okay, here's the link that works, or sorry, we had trouble, or whatever it is. And I don't think it's hurt my credibility at all to have had a mistake like that. And so what do you think about like, do you think people can either you can look at those mistakes as, okay, goody, I get to send another email now? <laughs> oh, right? Or, or how can we overcome that mentally and emotionally so that we start to just feel better about look at it's okay, you're not looking bad. Nobody cares about what you look like. There's so much in so much rich stuff in your question here. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, so I'll try to keep it to two or three main points. So one is, yeah, who cares? People are worried more about what's in the mirror than what's on the on the on the video in front of them. OK, so they're thinking more about themselves than they are about you. OK, so that's one thing. The second thing is that how you respond to the mistakes that you make is more important than the mistakes that you made. So if you make a mistake and you go out the next message and say, I'm such an idiot, I put this out there and it was just horrible of me to do so, blah, 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 then people are going to think you're an idiot and that you don't know what you're doing. If you instead come out and say, hey, guess what? I made a mistake. I'm human. Uh, funny thing is you got to see my 404 page or funny thing is, you know, you get to hear from me twice today. Isn't that awesome? Uh, if you kind of laugh at yourself and you, you make it more of a, a just human admittance, then I think people really accept that. And if people don't accept that, I am of the, of the firm belief I don't want them as customers, right? So I'm perfectly cool with somebody choosing out and saying, I can't believe that you're so unprofessional if I make a mistake. I'm not going to, you know, want their judgment. <laughs> I'm not going to want their vibe in my in my world. So I, I'm not speaking for lead pages, of course. I'm speaking for myself. But I think that we do have a no jerks policy in general of who we hire. And uh, it's actually on the application of any job that we post. Uh, and I think we do a pretty good job of, of, of leaving that just as a core uh, concept or core value for us. Yeah, so I just love this. It's not about Bob. you. It's about it's yeah. About I see why they call you Bob the teacher now because you're really you make some points so clearly. And I want to repeat the first sentence you said, where people are more worried about what's in the mirror right, than what's on your page, because that is such a clear picture, and it's so true. People are thinking yeah. about themselves; they're not thinking about you. And uh, how you respond is more important. Wow, just brilliant, Bob. I just I'm loving this stuff. For those of you that are just getting on board wondering what's going on. I'm talking to Bob Jenkins. He is the manager of marketing education over at Lead Pages and Drip. What both I absolutely love both of those. If you don't have the URLs to those, you want to check them out. Leadpages.net you can go check out or drip is drip.co. We just actually switched over everything from another provider who shall remain unnamed <laughs> to, sure. to drip. And we're thrilled. We're just thrilled with our change. We're, we're loving it. I'll tell you what, let's check in with our Facebook audience. For those of you that don't know, 
We are live streaming on Facebook now every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. And so come on over because it's a one opportunity you get to actually mingle and interact with the guests that we have. So I'm going to go in and check in and just see if we have any questions. And when I come back, I'm going to talk more to Bob Jenkins about how to take action and revise later. We'll be right back. What's going on with you? You seem so up all the time, and your business is on fire. What are you doing? I started Train Your Brain You. It's the only program for entrepreneurs that addresses mindset and business growth strategies. The idea behind the program is that when you feel good, you act great, and it's awesome. You can check it out at trainyourbrainu.com, and that's trainyourbrainu, the letter U, dot com. Is it expensive? Seriously, it's like you're a whole different person. It's only a dollar a day, and you get all the latest tools to help you stay positive and grow your business. You would love it. Where do I go again? TrainYourBrainU.com. That's TrainYourBrainU, the letter U, dot com. Check it out today. Hi, it's Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome back. We are having just a really awesome chat with Bob Jenkins, who, if you don't know him already, Bob, the teacher Jenkins, is the manager of marketing education over at Lead Pages and Drip. So hopefully by now you've checked out leadpages.net or drip.co. They're both wonderful programs, pieces of software that I love and we use in-house here. So I just showed it from the rooftops because I love I love them so much all the time. Bob also happens to be the author of a book called Take Action, Revise Later. And, you know, he knows a lot about what's working in the digital marketing world, but also what's stopping people from getting online and, and what stops people from taking action and get moving, you know, get moving and get her done, right? And so, Bob, let's come back to this question about procrastination. Do you have any cures for it? Like, how do people, how do you get over procrastinating? That's a great question as well. So there's a few different techniques that I like to, to share with people. One is uh, something I mentioned earlier that it's not about uh, it's not about you, it's about them. But let's flip it about why that is the case. So typically speaking, I, I've used this in relation to getting out to speak on stage or doing a teleseminar or a webinar or something like, like that, uh, where you want to be perfect, you want to have everything just right. My feeling is that what you're doing, what you're creating in your business is in such service to the world that if you can shift your mind to believe that what you're about to do is going to impact somebody's life and the life of people they love, then you're, I hope, feeling really guilty <laughs> the longer you take to put out whatever it is that you're you're doing, whether it's service or a product, uh, whether it's a physical product, digital product. Every day that you wait to release that is another day that someone out in the world is suffering through a challenge or a problem without the solution that you have. And what the heck? Why are you waiting to give that to people? Even if it's not perfect yet, it will be a solution for people. So I like to put a little guilt trip into my mind and say, if I don't put this out there in the next week or two or whatever, then I am guilty of holding back a solution for people. Uh, and that's just not, you know, cool with me. So that's one tip. 
Another so tip. guilt can be good, is what you say. Like, hear that, hear that. You know, you know, I was raised Catholic, so I'll have to see if I can process that within my <laughs> within my own belief system here. So I just want to reiterate what you said. So I'll tell you what. Let me give you an analogy and see if this works. Yeah. When I was building my first business, it was in the direct sales industry. And one of the things you do in the direct sales industry is you offer the opportunity to people because you're building a, you know, network marketing, a team, this kind of a thing. And as you do that, I was doing the same thing when I first started my business. Please continue. No way. That's amazing. I love hearing stuff like that. So one of the things I realized as I started to build my team is sometimes you get team members who their lives are really shifted. It's made a very big impact on their lives having this new business or having their own business. And each of us are doing things like that with whatever we're doing now where people's lives are affected and shifted. And I know sometimes I'd be really tired and I'd be in a restaurant and having something to eat and I'd be thinking like, oh, I'm too tired to shift somebody's life today. I don't want to offer the opportunity to this waitress or this kind of thing. But I think I hear what you're saying here is that you need to get so in tune with the life shift that you're making for your clients that when you choose not to do something, you're actually saying, like, I'm too tired to impact somebody's life today, you know? You're actually saying, like, I'm making a choice not to help people. And so, I mean, I really think you're in the right direction here, that it's about kind of falling in love with what you're doing for people. Yeah, absolutely. And I have the second uh, tip for you. Yes. But before I do that, I want to share that, like, let's take Lead Pages as an example. Uh, when Lead Pages was created in November of 2012, it didn't exist. Our co-founder, Clay Collins, and our other co-founder, Tracy Simmons, were working together in a consulting company, basically, where Clay was giving advice to other businesses, and he was he had a blog, basically, that said, here's what's working in conversion. You should take these templates and download them and code them and do whatever you want to do. And he realized that that wasn't enough for people, that they wanted to know, how do I do this, this, and this, and how can I make it easier? So in November 2012, he launched Lead Pages by doing a pre-sell, didn't even exist yet, said to people, look, if there's enough of you interested, I will make sure this gets made. And he sells it, and 200 people or so, I don't remember the exact number, buy it. I was one of those people. I was number 43 in the list of people who bought in November 2012. It was released in January of 2013, initially with three integrations, initially with like 10 templates and a standard builder, and it just really revolutionized the way that page building is done for small businesses. It's, it was never perfect at the beginning, and we're still always innovating and making additions now four and a half years later. But imagine if, if we waited till today to release what we now have. Yeah. That's oh, four and a half I mean, years of people not being able to market a business. That's 46,000 plus people who we've helped out. Many more who, you know, are, are in the world too. So it's just, it boggles my mind that, that people would wait to be perfect on anything. Yeah. And Bob, can I take team you on this? Do yes, you know do. that to this day, almost everything I sell isn't created yet? Almost yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, because, and I'll tell you, it has a double fold, is that now you have to be confident that you can deliver the goods. You know, you have to have an idea. Just sure. like Clay knows he's a good coder, he knows he can deliver what he's doing. But I'll tell you the other thing is it also helps, when we're talking about procrastination, it helps you get it done because now you've got all these people who are out there waiting for it and want it. Where if you just say, like, well, I don't really have a deadline. I can do this anytime <laughs> I want to. There's nobody yeah. waiting or nobody wants it. It's much more challenging to keep yourself going. So you had a second point, and I didn't want to cut I you do. off, but I, 
Love that I, I think like y'all. <laughs> yeah, and I'll, I'll throw in another little, uh, hopefully, golden nugget. Hopefully, it's not uh, pyrite for you. Uh, I believe very strongly that I, I personally uh, don't just work best under deadline. I only work under deadline. Because if I don't have, like, a definitive window where this is going to be released or whatever, then I, I'm just not going to get it done. Uh, so that's why I love to do live webinars and things like that, because I know somebody's going to show up. They might just be the people that share my last name. That's okay. <laughs> I'm still going to do it on that particular day. <laughs> all right. So second point of helping you cure your procrastination. Uh, this is all about, um, you know, realizing that the first time you do something is never going to be the last time that you do something unless it is. And let me explain. So your first webinar that you do, the first product you release, the first whatever it happens to be. Uh, is the first one and it's great to get it out the door and have it be awesome and have it, you know, set up to the stage for success for you for the, the foreseeable future. It's really likely it's going to be bad compared to what you will do down the road. Your third iteration, your 10th iteration, your 20th iteration. Let's hope it's bad compared to what you do in the future. Yeah. Because that would, that only means you're growing and improving. So let's That's hope. Right. I always want to look back at what we we're doing a year ago and just cringe. Yeah. And and it's not well, to say that you're willingly putting out bad stuff. You know, this no, is this no. is basically you're putting out the greatest thing that you can do right now with all the information you have, with all of the confidence that you have right now. And it's through that feedback loop of actually interacting with customers, having them tell you what worked for them, what didn't work for them, what features they'd like to see in the next version, uh, all those types of things, whether it's software, it's a coaching program, anything in between, uh, you have the ability to to do a new version of, of anything. That's why WordPress is in, you know, version whatever it is. PHP is in version whatever it is. Uh, Leap Pages is in, you know, four and a half years of basically weekly iterations, um, drip the same kind of thing. If, and if we wait until we have all the pieces together, boy, what a, what a shame, uh, you know, to wait for that. So the first time is not the last time. Absolutely. And you're improving all the time. I actually just had this experience. I recently, like this week, I got totally hooked into America's Got Talent. I don't oh, know sure. where the show has been all my life, but it's completely <laughs> inspiring. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I realized there are like 12 seasons of it. I went back and tried to watch season one. And it's just unwatchable. I can't even watch it. It's yeah. so terrible and so bad. And I thought, well, there's a perfect example of what you're talking about. Everybody's getting better. Hopefully. Hopefully you're getting better all the time, right? That's right. And so, Bob, I love it. I just, I have a million more questions I want to keep talking with you, but I know I want to be respectful of your time, and I just enjoyed you being here so much. Do you have any parting shot you want to give the audience before we say goodbye? Yeah, I think it's simply to, to make sure that you're taking action on what you have the best information in your brain now and put it out there to the world and then revise as you go along with that feedback that you have with customers. You'll have a much stronger relationship with those customers. You'll have lifelong customers that are going to sing your praises and defend you uh, as a moat, basically, in social media, et cetera, the more that you give people this uh, opportunity to be with you along the journey. Uh, and I, I just want to wish you good luck for that. I'm, I'm Bob the Teacher everywhere on social, so if you have a golden nugget from this interview, I'd love to hear about it, uh, so please share it with me. Uh, on a social channel. That's awesome. Bob, the teacher Jenkins, everybody. Thank you for being here, Bob. That's just, it's just fantastic. You get this too, what he's saying. Thank you so much for joining us and for listening to this because now don't you feel like taking action? 
Like right now, don't you feel like getting out there and getting it done? Because it's not about you. People aren't concerned about you. And if you shift your focus and think more about them, think about the lives you're affecting, you can get it done easily because you know that when you're not taking action, you you haven't had that mindset shift. When you're not taking action, you're not affecting those lives that are out there. And and remember the points that he made, you know, that it's how you respond. People want to see the authentic you. No need to procrastinate because you're going to get better. Get it done. Take little steps. We have now invented whiteout and digital and all those good <laughs> things. So take those little steps and move forward because those little steps will get you there. So get your mindset right. Feel better. Make those mindset shifts and make it happen because you're getting better all the time. But right now, today, starting today, you can affect those lives. And we'll see you next time on The Mind Aware. Gratitude, I think, is the greatest thing for moving you up the emotional scale. And happy speaks to opportunity. I can do whatever I want. It's my life. What would wake us up every morning with so much juice? I had such passion and I could see this vision. 